she's not gonna it's not gonna make or break her life but she's not gonna leave you so i don't need a pressure in the morning adequate so, oh yeah it's, it's morning time for you you i don't know why i'm saying that i woke up like an hour and a half ago <laughs> it's um yeah dude i'm yeah it's I'm a, I'm a bitch my wait did i start recording i think i did i think we're recording whatever episode 176 2 or 3 p.m eastern time 2020 it's august 35th you are in hawaii or september yep. 4th 5th 4th 5th whatever September fourth. I've uh I started I started building do you know what NORAD is? The North American Defense. It's yeah, yeah. Cheyenne Mountain, good. the big nuclear bunker where like it's like the like the OG like nuclear Armageddon bunker. I feel like I only know it as a buzzword like yeah, uh probably it's, like DARPA or no sure, you know I mean? sure, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's NORAD. It's just it's been around since the fifties, like it's been in the Simpsons, like I uh, why well, I, I I dropped my ten terabyte hard drive last week off my off this desk, but I caught it on my foot just reflexes like in my shin it kind of like slowed it yeah. down I didn't think anything of it I picked it up, and in that moment I it just kind of dawned on me that this is episode one seventy six granted this was like a week ago so we'll say one hundred and seventy episodes, okay each episode it's like all right I gotta have a full night's sleep before I do an episode so I'm like ready. I got to meditate. I got to exercise. A lot of these guests aren't friends like you that I can just reach out. They're got people I got to find. A lot yes. of them are people that I can have one time because they're busy individuals. They're grown ass successful men. And even then the conversations are candid. You can't redo it, right? Right. It's not right. you write music. You you know the rap. You can write it down again. It'd be a bitch if you lost it. You could write it right. down again. Right, right, right. And I was like, man, this is definitely like my livelihood. Granted, it's not making any money yet, but I was like, this is definitely like the thing I'm trying to make work. And um, gotta take some ibuprofen. But um, Are you keeping all of them on your hard drive? Is that what you're insinuating? Yeah, well, I do. Well, I have three hard drives, and right, one right. of them is like shockproof. The other two are like Walmart brand. Sure. And uh, I was like, and it just kind of hit me right there. I was like, man, how much of a bitch would that be if I just like lost it all? And I was yeah. like, granted, and I was looking at them and I was like, I, I didn't realize just how fragile hard drives were. I just never, I'm very careful with them. But I yeah. looked up, apparently even putting your hard drive in a shopping cart and pushing it through the parking lot from like where you bought it to your car yeah. can, can ruin it. Interesting. The little like needle, it almost looks like a, it almost looks like an old like, um, like turntable, the needle on the disc. It's, if you get solid state, that doesn't have right. that, but that's like 10 times more expensive. But just right. your run of the mill, go get your external hard drive, you're going back to college this fall, whatever. Yep. And yep. I was like, damn. So I looked up some like shockproof, waterproof, fireproof, uh, or no, shockproof, waterproof hard drives on Amazon. And it's like a normal five terabyte is like, I don't know, maybe 50 bucks. These are like a hundred bucks for five terabytes. There's a there's a purpose to this story. And uh, so I was like, man, I like, I was like, okay, so I ordered, I ordered two of those, and I was like, one is none, two is one. And then I was like, I found these like waterproof, fireproof bags that you're supposed to put money in if you own a business. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, if that has a rating of 30 minutes underwater or 30 minutes in fire, and so does the hard drive, well, there are 60 minutes. It takes one to get to the other. Next week, I'm going to go buy a, a small like one cubic foot fireproof safe. <laughs> to put them in shockproof waterproof so i'm putting three tiers of shockproof waterproof fireproof and then i even found these little bags called faraday bags and it's for it's for law enforcement officers that can't be being tracked if they're like undercover 
but they sell them. But they're also rated against EMPs. So I'm going to yep. protect my hard drives against uh, solar flares and EMP blasts as well. I feel and, like you were like scarred, like you were traumatized. Was, Did something happen to it when you dropped it, or you Nothing. just like had this well, realization? One of the files got corrupt. One of the files got scratched. It's like an audio file of one of the early episodes, which I can just re-download from online because I also got sure, it online. Sure. But I was just sure. like, "There's no point in me going balls to the wall as doing this podcast if I'm you're just not, if they're gonna go away, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna invest like a decent amount of money, three, four hundred dollars, and I'm gonna build NORAD." So I'm building my own thing that will be protected against fire, water, dust, shock, and EMP blasts. Yo, that's just fun to shop for, too. I got mine here. This is my five. Yeah, gig. yeah. It's fun. It's fun. I have so many movies on here, allegedly. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I would be so sad if it's uh... a lot of homework. I do back up my computer. That's the main reason, but it's four terabytes. I mean, that just scratches the surface, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, that's what I was, yeah, so. 10 gigs of homework or something yeah, like this. Yeah, so that's what I was looking at. I was like, man, I'm going to do that. So I'm going to start building NORAD. I'm not sure why I told I think you're just the first guest I've had since I had this idea. And so now I just need to, like, tell someone. Anyway. I like it, man. So did you watch, you watched that video, Cymatics? I did watch it. Pretty interesting. A lot of, I mean, a lot of artistic uh, freedom with it. I might have seen it before. It seems so familiar, but maybe it just the concept in general. Like I think I've seen some videos by maybe Vsauce or mm-hmm. um, Veritasium that did like you know the the, the sciency explaining it a little bit version of those videos with especially with the plates in the sand, right? Uh-huh. But he had lots of different things going on. I liked it, right? So the um, the water one with the kick drum that was weird. That one like is my favorite somehow. That's like the laminar flow where it looks like yeah. the water's floating in midair. Yeah, how does but it's that? Really just the flow. It's, yeah. it's so smooth. It's like the opposite the opposite of turbulence, yeah. right? Where yeah. there's no no change as the water's coming out, so it seems as if it's frozen. Um, obviously, he had like the the not the Tesla coil. Is that what it's called? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tesla coil. So like you know the that one that one wasn't as interesting to me. I've seen right, them, but yeah, just yeah, yeah. the changing of like the sand on the plates. Yes, so, and the water on the speaker too. It's weird. It's almost like if you don't think about how sound works in general, that it's almost overwhelmingly mind blowing. But then if you try to think about any yeah. sort of sound, yeah, then it starts freaking you out on the same level, and you're like, okay, I guess these plates aren't so weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I texted you like a week ago or like two weeks ago. I had some like brain lightning at like three in the morning, and mm-hmm. I, I normally like write down ideas. But I was like, I want to talk to Trey about this. So I just sent you some weird cryptic text about like, but it reminded me. Um, so have you ever seen those like, uh, they're like, they're like MRI, they're like GIFs, they're like little like five second videos, but it's like a compilation of like, um, like like an MRI. So it's like cross sections of like the the MRI will like look at like a banana vertically. Like they, they sure, like sure. five years ago they were on like Reddit a lot. People were doing them or people that had MRI machines. Yeah, they're like probing the cross sections as yeah, they go down. Yeah, right? and then they but they do them really, and but then they'll they'll run them all in sequence, so it's like a, almost yeah. like a flip book. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, so you look at it, and it like you know, you got the big negative space, and then it's whatever. It's all the weird fractal shit of, and that's another episode for another time. But just that in general. So you look at it and like you know rationally, you're like, okay, I know these are all just tr- cross sections. But I was mm. like, how I'm viewing it as this video is like this shape that's just like moving and like mm. altering 
And that got me thinking about cymatics, about like shapes are doing, right? And the sand, it's doing these weird almost pulsings. Mm -hmm. So what if you like worked backwards? What if like, so I think I got going is like, what if like sounds, not like one second sounds, but almost like clips, you know, like a, a hook or a riff or a bass drop, you know, like at least a couple seconds long. So if we look at all, so we look at the pulsing banana, right? Yes. We know it's slices of banana. We know that those slices of banana are from an MRI machine. We know the MRI machine is looking at a three-dimensional banana. If it was of an Xbox stroller, it would be its own shape. But we would right. know the thing we're looking at is relating to this real thing. Cymatics, we're seeing the cool pulsing. Like, what if we worked backwards? What if those are all cross-sections of, I mean, you could say they are cross-sections, right? Three seconds of bomb, bomb, bomb. It does the weird mm -hmm. starfish, pentagram, whatever. I see. Do you like so you want to kind of take the the two dimensional yeah sand picture, and as the song plays, you're sort of stacking them in a way where you're making this composite three dimensional object. Does sound have shape? Can sounds mm -hmm. have shapes? I think it already does with the two-dimensional, but the thing that you're saying is even cooler that somehow there might be something illuminating or insightful about doing it that way. Yeah. Like if it has this repeating pattern, it's like four balls and then one big ball with some lines yeah. and then there's this, you know, yeah, that, that's that's interesting. What if you could model It, it reminds me of like shape. dimensions, right? Like yeah. The, the, the idea being that the only way to try to understand fourth dimensions or, or one of the ways is to think of instead two dimensions and think of a like a basketball passing through the two dimensions right and it's exactly what you say that it's like checking each layer at once the the minute it makes contact with the page right the basketball mm -hmm. is just a little point on the page right then it's a emanating circle that is the biggest when it reaches the uh you know, the center of the ball yeah. and then goes back to a point. So somehow if you can picture that in 3D and they kind of touch on this in that movie uh, Interstellar, right? Yeah. Is like, if you imagine that from a fourth dimensional, it would be a basketball appearing. So it would be this little creepy ball that just appeared in your room just, and it would yeah. grow to the size of a large ball and then it would shrink and that would be like a four dimensional sphere yeah. passing through your room. And that's basically like the extent to which any of us, I feel you like can, can really truly yeah. visualize 4D, right? So what if so what if sounds, what if they're just whole like, we have like, right, we have colors, we got like red, green, blue, right? Yeah. But what can you make with red, green, blue? You can make pixels and what can pixels make? Any image, you can have a picture of Yosemite or you can have a picture of you and me talking or anything. You have porn, anime, it doesn't matter, right? You have Mark. They print what you're saying. It seems like maybe they could do that. So, but what I'm saying is, so you can take this simple thing and create anything. Yes. So, simple sounds, we, we just have our, our, our snapshot. The sand makes a weird, like, Mandelbrot mm. thing or whatever, or triangle, whatever. But just like RGB, now you yeah. start combining those. So like, it would almost it would start to become like, like in the, like fingerprints. There'd be like very specific three dimensional shapes. So like even words, me saying like, "titty fuck," like that right. would be a a unique three dimensional shape. And then, bass drops, guitar solos. Like, but then you could go even further. Whole songs could have unique 
weird psychedelic shapes like stairway to heaven or rap god or whatever right, right. it would body unbelievable by trey carney but it would just be they would all have unique three-dimensional shapes right i don't know why that's just got my mind spinning like we can't see yeah them. yeah well what's weird is they they do do that i think it's like almost borderline an open problem but with just language so that shows you how complicated it is that just with language like linguistically you know they've studied and try to break down i think they're called like phonomes or something like this right like titty fuck like you said is going to be 12 phonomes changed together and they like study the tongue and the air and the voice box all these crazy things and they could make like a poster that you could hang on your wall it'd be like the periodic table of like little sounds yeah. and you string them together but even that is a little weird because across cultures there's some that some languages would use and then others that would be not even in that language so they might need to do it for all of the languages and then you're still only at languages so right is there some sounds that transcend language mm. are we mimicking the sounds we hear when we do voices that's interesting to think about too right like when we were developing speech whatever it was millions of years ago maybe are they kind of impersonating things like where did, where does the origin of the like a ta 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 sound yeah. like you kind of hear a ta 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 you know are they kind of doing impressions of like of things or or galloping. somehow it comes from within you know yeah is it just a reference point is it, is it yeah is it rocks clicking ta, yeah right ta, ta. is it Did like, they just go around like making the yeah. noises of is it heard slapping water like whap right yeah yeah what is it something is it you know you'd see water sizzling after a forest fire Tss, like what right. is it or, yeah. yeah, or are we just make that we make our own noises just as arbitrary reference points? But what I'm thinking is, even if you could do all of those, that would still only be a subset. There would still be like weird sounds that like could have some shape and could be in a song that would yeah. not Think, be a human like a xylophone sound. noise. You can't make that. I mean, aside from like a beatbox, but like yeah, there would yeah. be a lot that we can't even make. And then yeah, then you'd have like pitches that you can't hear. But I remember hearing Duncan Trussell say this years ago, and now it's kind of floating in. He's like, they were talking about cymatics. Mm. And he was like, what if that's why different songs give you different feelings? A sad mm. song versus a, a jacked up song. What if it's causing like cymatics to happen in like the level of like the neurochemicals in your brain? It's causing mm. circles and shapes. And that's what gives you, it's where you listen to, you know, like Thunderstruck. And it's like the beginning of like a war movie, like, right? Or it's like a slow, sad song or it's some just some trippy, comfortably numb Pink Floyd. What if it is actually inducing? Because, I mean, it's a very real thing where you listen to a song and it gives you a very specific feeling. Yes. But even that, it's not universal because a sad song for you might be a song that I heard on my first date. And it's always, right. it, that's our song, right? That might be right. the song that was on the radio when you found out, you know, whatever right. your brother died right and it's like fuck but it seems like there's like yeah and then like i don't know could that be could that be something is it and then if sand can be shaped into these weird things huh. how complex could you get could you start making like the three-dimensional shapes with like sand and shit like what about i don't know like a like a rock or a star like are those just manifestations of some like eternal universal sound and the matter is just obeying that. Are you and I really complex shape? Because technically we are a shape, right? It's, I mean, infinitely complex with infinite edges, but not infinite, but are we just shapes? Are we just, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's, it's starting to, tw 
I needed to have you on to talk to you about this because everyone else is like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? So. No, I like it, bro. Speculation with a grain of like real science. That's yeah, the funny just, shit. Just a That's dash. That's what you do best, bro. Yeah, just a dash. Just a dash of reality. Just know? a dash. Not too much. Not Don't too much. It. Don't ruin it. You got to go big dick in it. Just. So another thing I was watching yesterday is um, I was rewatching clips from Bob Lazar on Rogan. Okay. And, uh, specifically the yeah the one thing that stuck out to me and they made it into like a, a jre clip is him talking about it being part of an archaeological dig mm. like i've heard it before and it was cool and I've heard, but I, there's something about i heard it last night for the first time since like last summer yeah and i don't know it just kind of hit me a little harder but the way he said it he was like yeah apparently it's old he's like it's not old it's ancient yeah that's like way scarier for some that's, reason right yeah, that's like terrifying. It's like it's like Egyptian shit. It was like it's been here for like thousands of years. They've already been fucking with us for so long, you know. Like what it? But what if that's real? Like what if that was? Like Rogan's like yeah, you got two guys with like brushes trying to find a T Rex, and then you hit like smooth metal. Yeah, that would be crazy, dude. I, I, My favorite one by far is Sphere. Have you seen or read Sphere? No. Do you know that movie? No. You know that one? No. Do oh, I you gotta to? check this shit out. Okay. It's like um, it's a classic. Like almost gets made fun of. Like um, like Rick Sanchez, you son of a bitch. Like yeah, a team. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, where it's like a team of like scientists and like mathematicians. It's like a, a physicist and okay. like a math guy and like a like a psychologist and whatever, whatever. Your ragtag and they find crew. Yeah. Sphere. They find this three dimensional weird like liquid metal sphere at the bottom of the ocean and they're like what the fuck is this and they're like doing tests on it trying to figure out what it is and it starts like exerting forces on them like it starts interacting with the people like causing them to go crazy and shit and it's like it's like basically an alien movie with no aliens it's just this whole time they're just like freaking out exactly what you said like if you in in some sort of like it's been buried like this has been here you know what I mean? Like this yeah. is like we like uncovered this, unearthed it, and it's this alien object, and we know it's not us because it's like, like a sphere that's huge, and it's like the precision of the sphere is beyond it's anything perfect. that we could machine. It's yeah. like Michelangelo yeah. would jizz off to the level of this sphere, and they're all just like, what? And it's like just like a alien trippy movie where there's no aliens, and you're like, this is so like exactly what I'm thinking about when yeah. I think about these archaeological digs or Indiana Jones tried to do it with the fourth one. Yeah. Kind of shitty. Yeah. But they kind of tried to do the it. same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it starts to, you, you've watched all the Rogans. So you, you remember the one with Commander Fravor? All the Rogans. Actually, I stopped watching all the Rogans. That was a true thing. I told you. I don't yeah, know if yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. No, you We're did tell boycotting. me. You the did... Spotify boycott. Workers but it's Unite. So that I literally watched every episode for like about twelve hundred in a row. So it's more of a set like, time. Yeah. Thing. Well, you told me you stopped, but I wasn't sure if I believed you because I, yeah, I, no, no, o- I know I know OCD have- personally, and I'm like, I don't know if I believe him because I can't break my OCD habits that easy. <laughs> the, the key is I unsubscribe, and then I just have to download them all individually. So it, uh, it's like kind of stupid when you feel like you're unsubscribed, but you're still downloading most of the episodes. You know? Okay. Okay. But there's still that one in like ten chance where. It'll be like, I don't know if I want this guy and it'll prevent me from downloading it. So yeah. like I'll skip every once in a while, you know. Do you think it's do you think the Spotify move is the death? I don't know. I, I, I'm so anti Spotify in general, but I know so many people never, who are so pro Spotify that I've never I can't used really it. Answer it fairly. I've never used it in my life. I think my podcast is on it, but I've never used it. Right. 
my thing is i still consume music at the level of like the album so like i still hate the whole like radio like one-off like this song is my single i i refuse pretty much i mean someone will show me a song and i'll like put it on repeat but in terms of my own philosophy about it if i start liking an artist or liking a song then i'm almost guaranteed to download the album and try to like listen through the whole thing i'm just old school like that yeah, right that's, so that's how i am with post malone i'm like <laughs> i go through like eras i'm like i like this song i will now going to listen to all of his albums nonstop for four months yeah i don't yeah, yeah i've never had any yeah dude i mean i'm I, I live in like 1990 technologically. Like I, I, I just, yeah, I've never had Spotify. Things, right? Some things. Yeah, it's except with NORAD, my NORAD hard drive so system. That's the future. It's not like you have to pay for it, right? There will be ads. There will be interrupting ads. Ads I think every three minutes is what I heard. Every three minutes. 180 seconds for a three-hour podcast. Every three minutes, there's a 30-second ad. Fact check well, me. I could be wrong, but that to me, that is answered your own question. That right is there, rape. Then. That is rape. You are raping this thing. They're yeah, cutting the throat and raping it. They've scalped it. They've jizzed on its open brain. It's so funny, too, because he was such a preacher of, like, no interruptions for so long. That's his thing during movies. He was like, he can't be watching a movie and be interrupt, but interrupted by, like, a JCPenney commercial. Yeah. So, but then it comes down to is, does every man have his price? You know, yeah, even mean, Rogan, the podfather. Yeah. I was talking to my mom, and she was like, what if you were at? What if you were given a hundred million dollars? And I was like, I would sell out tomorrow. I would. What's the worst that would happen? Like he loses an audience. He probably fucking wants that, bro. He's probably sick of all these. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I think Rogan is. I was like, I think he knows what he's doing. I think he's like those like street smart and book smart. I think he's like pop culture smart. He's been mm. in it forever, and I think he knows nothing lasts forever. Not Howard mm. Stern. Not MTV. Not the Beatles. Mm. It so all. You money when you can. So it's like. He made money on YouTube, and uh, but now it's like, yo, I've got, like, you're, he's like hitting like a, a peak. I mean, knock on wood, maybe he goes farther. It's probably like hundred million dollars. Like, who cares if people think I sell out? Who cares if I sell out? Cash yeah. out while you can. Yeah, and, and let's right. You're gonna do the same thing, right? Yeah. He's not worried about it because he knows from his end the podcast will be the same. Yeah, and that they're just putting their fuckery bells and whistles on top, but he can more or less just ignore that. You know? But for him, it's still the same life. I get to talk to my friends and do whatever. Yeah, yeah. and maybe it's like a graceful exit. People are gonna start fucking hating it, say it's commercialized, and leave. And then, because if you just drop off the face of the planet, that's not real privacy. Because everyone's like, "Where'd you go?" You're right, like Chappelle. Versus right. if you sell out, people are like, guys oh, he's a sellout. They, they, right, they, they cut you off. Uh, yeah. right. to, that might be the golden parachute, man. This might He might be like, he, he might be knowing exactly what he's doing. Just like, I mean, he's in his 50s. He's like, man, I just, $100 million, just generational wealth. We can go yeah. anywhere with my wife, my kids, my kids' kids. Yep. Do meaningful philanthropy. And yeah, you know, get over this thing. Who's to say he wants to do it forever? He's like, you know, I'm, I'm finished. I did. I did the podcast thing and whatever i think I, he will keep doing it for a long time but it is yeah. interesting to think about how it will affect i i i don't see myself like getting spotify just no. to do that no. you know what i mean it's, like it's i think it's, but smart it's, it's gonna me. be weird because there'll be some that i'll want to listen to so bad like a random you know if it's like a random certain guest yeah but you know what i think i'll be able to find it anywhere we could download yeah, anything we wanted know. on limewire and napster before I know, right? the millennium changed. I'm not looking at this as a barrier. I know, right? To, but even then, man, like, 
it's really not a problem for me. I don't, no. I don't even want to get into the alleged uh, things that I may or may not be able to find on the internet. Exactly, you know, like exactly, that. yeah. But there's like a whole like, I don't know. It's like, I, like I'm, I was, I'm a bitch. I was upset when he left the first studio. I feel like there's a certain Just from like nostalgia or like yeah. I feel like there's a certain almost like, like Fenway Park in in right. Boston. It's been there since 1912. I've been there. It's a shitty stadium. I love the Red Sox. It's a shitty. St- it was. It opened. I think a week after the Titanic sank. Like yo, right. it's a shitty place. Yeah. But there's an there's a in But it's ir- awesome. There's an area yeah, there's an irreplaceable magic, right? It's like yeah. it's like a skillet that's been in the family for fifty years. If there's something right. about the eggs, it's just a skillet. Yeah. When he yeah. left the first studio, I was just like, What are you doing? No. But now he's leaving the second one too, and I'm now now I just feel like I'm like, okay, now it's just I don't know. And Maybe the I'm a purist. The compound, right? And it wasn't like it didn't feel like he was there that long. It didn't feel know? like homey. Right? It didn't feel I don't know. Maybe I'm just I was a still purist. mad that he never like showed his place. There was one video that was like from a UFC fighter. I'll try to send, I'll try to find it and send it to you after this. He never was, did a walkthrough uh, where you can kind of see the inside. You know, he never did a walkthrough. He never did a walkthrough. Never did a tour. Wanted to keep his privacy. Wasn't about that. But okay. like some, like it might have been. Uh, I think it was Kamaru Usman. Like when he did the pod. And you know his manager came, but I don't think spoke on the pod. So he's like, his there's like you know sometimes there's like people who are there that aren't on the show that are like still kind of in the place. So I think that was like this weird opportunity where they got some footage and like probably Rogan wouldn't do it, but also wouldn't care so much if you did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like ah yeah, you can put that up. And so yeah. like there's this one like weird video that's not even affiliated with the JRE page yeah. where you can kind of see like more shit than you could otherwise. Yeah. I mean, you, there's like some pic, like most pictures with guests are like in like in front of that like weird wolf thing or like in front of the yeah. flag. But there are pictures of other people where it's at a different angle and you can like see down a sure. hall or something like. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe I'm just a purist. Maybe I'm just some like hipster faggot. But like, I don't know. There's something about like, I don't know. There's like an original like homey yeah, feel. Like to, you know, there's like a Fenway Park feel. And now it's like. Now it's like a 2020 stadium. Like, yeah, I mean, the new stadium will be awesome. It will be awesome. But at the same time, there's like a certain special, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yo, I love the the Katana or Boring Company flamethrower picks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like when he didn't stick to that, I was so sad. Like that was like my favorite little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Just like let the guest pick between your weapons of the zombie apocalypse and take the picture. Yeah. But there's something else about like one studio is it's like, I don't know. Again, it's like the skillet. There's like a certain marination of like when you yeah. look at any one episode, it's like that's the episode that Elon Musk smoked pot in, that Bernie oh, yeah. Sanders was in, yes. whoever, SEAL Team 6 guys were in, yeah. Post Malone. But when it's moving around and it's dancing around, it, I don't know, it starts to get this like, I don't know, it's like a small hole-in-the-wall restaurant that turns into a chain. Like I get it from the owner's standpoint. They're cashing out. They're cashing out. I would do the same yeah. thing. But there's something that's just not as met. It's Fenway Park going to a brand new like Superdome, right? Yeah. It's just I don't know. And I mean, and I'll be a complete hypocrite if I get offered that money. You all be sitting here with like a with like a Walmart shirt with like a picture of a Ford in the background. I'll be like, this episode brought to you by Crest toothpaste. Well, you know, like I'll do it. What I hope he does. I hope how how long is the contract for? I think. Yeah, that's a good question. I think I remember reading that it was some number of years. Yeah, it is. It is two years immediately or something like this. 
I would love for him to take that money and create like a YouTube platform type thing. A platform of just zero sense. Spotify, that's why, that's what's fucking mind-blowing about it, right? It's not that he took the money. It's that he's so always preaching, like, you don't need anyone fucking with you. Like, he believes in the power of the internet. You know what I mean? Like, that's what. Yeah. It's not that I, it'll, I'm afraid it'll change or that I'm mad he made money or that even that. It's, it's just like philosophically. Yeah. It feels like he could, like you said, like, why didn't he make his own Spotify? Right? Joe, Joe Rogan launches his own streaming service of podcasts. Joe too. Gets Joey Diaz, Duncan Trussell, Tom Segura, Burke Cry. It's, it's over. Shafir, he already, what? He on, already is done. like Game the over. next biggest thing, right? Have on Elon, get on PewDiePie. It's over. Game over. I think it's a tactical move. I like to think maybe he's maybe I'm trying to make him out smarter than he is. I'd like to think that he's going to Spotify and he's like a tick, <laughs> sucking out a hundred million dollars, absorb hundred million dollars just to get that revenue, yeah, and then boom, makes Joe Tube or whatever, and it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like to think. I, I hope, I hope because I mean a hundred million dollars. That's a it, hundred million. Possible. It really does. It does because I didn't know this. Did you know YouTube? is not financially it is not profitable google runs it at a loss every year but there's so I'm much more suspicious of these things though well, so, I, I understand what you're saying it might be true i think under the umbrella of alphabet it's yeah, yeah, profitable yeah. it's like because they can push anything you want you can push any political narrative you want you can push any you want your fucking you want your thing trending you want right. the tonight show trending so i think it's yeah i'm i think it's not profitable in like the sense that like there's like Hollywood movies that are all they're all unprofitable, but they still make four hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? Well, Hollywood what, what I think is that you're probably right that on the books it's not profitable, Servers. and they are seeing it as like something they can use to influence the world and kind of like on the back a end real, help them. But even profit. that might be a cooking of the books, right? For tax reasons, like I know, like there's like all these stories, like FIFA, like the, the yeah, fucking yeah, soccer, yeah. or even Amazon, yeah, right? Like you like schedule and arrange your books so that it looks like you're, you're not making tanking. so much money, so that you don't have to pay as much taxes. And you're just piping it all back into the system. So I, I'm a little skeptical of the yeah. idea that YouTube isn't making them money. But it might be true that it really – either it's a cooking of the books or it really is just that – think about how much that would cost to operate, right? That's all what those I'm saying. thousands of billions of videos on all the time. That's what I'm saying. So all those it could servers, just be the data center. Just yeah. having it run is, is bleeding them. Not even one data center. They have, they have so many redundancies. Think about the power and then think about the cooling. Think about how hot that shit's getting. Service. Right. Think about all like the legal implications. Think about everything. They're keeping it good. They're running an operate. This thing is a goddamn like Manhattan Project operation. Sure, sure. I think it has profit and like maybe let's say let's say they're not cooking the books and let's say it is like financially it is not profitable. There's it's it's a corporation. They wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't profitable. There's something that's making it. And is it does it have different value? It has political capital. It has, hey, we do you want you know, do you want the new Ford to be trending? Like Yeah. Or it's being or the the books are being cooked, which I think that's probably a more plausible explanation. But either way, let's say it really isn't profitable. Cause like yeah. on BitChute and DTube, other sites that I upload my shit to, they have like limits on like the quality of the video. The frequency mm. of videos, the length of videos, it's because we're talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's because they it's like you your server time, like this costs a ton of money. 
is that is Rogan going to get the hundred million just so that. he can run this thing and be like, you know, I don't even care if it's profitable. The reason why I wouldn't believe it is I was I would think about it like a business, and and everything you said is true. Fucking lawyers, fucking engineers, scientists, blah blah blah. The amount of people that keep this fucking bad boy running. But then I go, okay, but they pay people, right? Like, what's their product? What's their service? Well, they have videos and they sell advertisements for videos, and they pay creators to do that. Mm -hmm. Are they afraid if they paid their creators less money that they would leave? Uh, I don't think so. There's no other YouTube. There's, There's no other like place really that someone would do that. So if they took everything they paid these people, and clearly some of these people are getting rich off of it, the Logan Pauls, the whoever, right? If you paid them half of what they're making, then like Fair all enough. of a sudden your profits double or what, so something like yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I don't see that they couldn't just pay people less if they were really afraid of bleeding like that. But maybe there is some fear about oh, by paying people so well, we get like the best of the best in the world as content creation. I don't really think that's true at this, at least at this point, just because YouTube is so popular and there doesn't seem to be that many options, you know? Yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, yeah, they have content creation like no other. And not only that, like I have YouTube premium. I've had it for like a year, it's $15 a month. So I don't have to, because that's how I listen to music and documentaries. I don't want ads. Mm. That's $15 a month. That's that's just one person there's two billion active users but the other thing is like they made a switch in like early 2019 which is the bane of my existence is it used to be you had to have 10,000 views total on your channel to get monetized and you could start right and they changed it to you have to have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 public watch hours so like let's say this episode's 60 minutes I put it up and you watch the whole thing that's 60 minutes of watch time you got to get 4,000 hours, which is, I believe, 240,000 minutes within a 12-month period. Mm. That has weeded out, I would imagine, an insane amount. Because I'm going full, like, pre-med psychopath on this. I've got yeah. the 4,000 hours. But even – I'm an exception. I'll, I put out videos that are hours long. Most people Wait, don't. Wait, so you said they lowered the hour count, but it was like a, a trick. Like it was 10,000, but now no, no, it's no, 10,000 no, no. it, it within was, a year? It was. It used to be there was one stipulation to get monetized. 10,000 yeah. views total, total on your channel, which is for, easy. Forever. For, forever. My channel has okay. – I'm at 52,000 views now total. And Got it's it. not even a year old, right? Right. But it changed to you have to have 1,000 subscribers right, and 4,000 view hours. They don't even count views anymore. Which right, has, okay. I have gone full OCD psychopath on this, and I passed the 4,000 viewers. I'm at 588 subscribers right now. I'm still not at 1,000. So I can only imagine that if I've gone fucking full just psycho on this and I can't get it yet, then every other random channel where it's like half-baked meme. And not only that, they've crunched down on like you can only get monetized if it's original content. If you're just putting up like memes or like, you know, a, a picture of you know a video of trump walking with like music played over it but right. that's like fox news's video you, right none can't get monitored. Right. so i think they i mean i think they eviscerated like 99 percent of people getting payouts that's crazy man yeah so from that standpoint maybe that would make sense maybe they're saving money doing that either way spotify taking away to getting rogan Maybe that is a benefit. Maybe it's just any competition is good, right? Right. That's what I hope. 
is I hope that I was actually tripping out thinking about the other day because I was thinking about like if I had a kid or like kids in the future like how there's this lane of like career that they can do now and what's like the craziest fucking thing you can do with no help from anyone that you can like put on like a camera or something so it's like watching this cartoon I was watching an anime that I like this probably shouldn't be on YouTube that they should pull down and I was like I mean this is awesome but like this takes like a lot of fucking people like this is a little 30 minute episode like think about all the people drawing and coloring yes. and then i was like but like some people are just singing or like tommy's just talking that's just me and him we're like and then i was like thinking about david blaine i don't know if you saw the, the new david blaine uh, deal with youtube i was like magic like if you could just do magic in front of people like you just walk around that's your life you're just like a street performer who does magic but you like upload these videos to youtube with millions of views like so like kids can think of like what can i do that's original content it's like special to me like the well, idea of original content it's like a new umbrella normally like oh i play music or oh i sing or i'm a no, dancer now it's but literal. now it's this whole like TikTok, like that fucking girl that charlie girl it's like a fucking gazillionaire now just because they're like she's like white girl dance moves do you even know what i'm talking about nope but that, but it's like some girl on TikTok with like 80 million uh you know TikTokers. I don't she's know. just like kind of a she's like sort of cute she's like 16 yeah she's like this kind of wealthy white girl yeah who just like like kind of dances not like slutty dancing but yeah. just like sure like good like she's like a good dancer yeah and like that's it that's it's, what she does and she's like she has 80 million well that's that's one thing i do with this is i think i'm like i don't have any other people to like pay i don't have like a you know i don't have my like animators i don't have to they all need health insurance plans and i gotta pay for the parking lot and air conditioning and Right. It's just me talking, zero production value. I mean, yeah. I mean, finish the recording, finish the episode, <laughs> stop recording, upload. Right. It's and it's only me. So, but yeah, I've, Tim Dillon said it. He was like, "It's a weird thing, because now what you told kids to do is to stay. You know, to be successful, you gotta." Stop playing video games. Stop doing drugs. Oh, get off online. Yeah. Go get a job. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean anything now. Like the mean yeah. household value has been dropping for three decades. There's no insurance. Right. Everyone's out of work. What are people making money off of? Smoking pot, playing video games. I mean, Pootie Pie makes something like sixteen million dollars a year. Like, I was thinking about him as a counterexample to what I was saying, right? So, like, you can do it on Twitch as well, right? Yeah. Is it Ninja or PewDiePie? Like, like there is other. Yeah, Twitch is a that I couldn't get on Twitch. I I, I I had to lie. I had to do it live. That was their stipulation. I couldn't upload. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay. I was like, why can't I don't get? And then five. for me, like, I love me making music so much, but it's such a pain in the ass. Like, you gotta have so many. I mean, like, you could go the J Cole route, like, which I fantasize about doing, just in my room, like, becoming my own producer and my do own it. equipment, like, do you know, it. like that's such do a long, do it. slow road. Do it. Do it. You know. Do it. The time will but like, pass. Like, like math, I'm like, should I make math videos? Should I just like, 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 there's like, it's so beautiful, like that you uh, have this like going on for you, you know, and, and just in general, like, like I'm thinking of the levels. Oh, he's just talking. Oh, he's dancing. Oh, he's singing. Just like how much, how many other people are involved? And if you add one more person, is it double? Is it halving the profits? But is it making it doubly better? Right? So there's like a weird balance where maybe a team of three actually is the best because you like it's, it's that much better of a video. Yeah. And for some, that sweet spot. for some, I would say that for some of those like Vsauce, Virtuserum, Curious Droid, yeah, yeah. you could say MKBHD, Linus Tech Tips, all of those, you could definitely see where like they have teams, and you can definitely see where it pays off. 
Like the audio right. is cri- there's no ex- there's no there's not a single extra second of video. There's no fluff. The angles, right. the animations, the light, the transitions is it's perfect. And one guy can't be doing that. So yeah, there is a payoff. I think for other things like Rogan has Jamie. If I ever mm-hmm. at one point I could definitely see me getting like someone ju- someone to take control of NORAD, someone to upload everything. But right. like, dude, I find all my guests. I do everything, and it's yeah. so. What you were, yeah? Does it double? Does it make it that much better? For me, yeah. I don't think it does. It uh, wouldn't yet. Not least, not right? yet. Not yet. Get to a point where like you can bump up the audio, bump up the video. But even then, I don't ever want it to be produced. I like the sort of natural feel to it. But for you, I was so the way I look at it as it's, it's just like the time will pass anyway. The mm. time is gonna pass. It doesn't right. matter. The time will. And if the time doesn't pass, it's because you're dead, and then it doesn't matter. None of it is not. It's like the, the EOD tech I had on. It was like the quote amongst like bomb diffusers is, how do you stay calm? Well, I got to stay calm. What about if it doesn't go bad? Well, it's not my problem anymore because I'm not here. <laughs> I'm vaporized. So like, right. there, like, there's nothing else to do but to stay calm. You're not right. going to feel anything. You're not even going to know what's happening. You just right. you won't be here. Reincarnation, black, who knows? But yeah. so... Fuck, where was I going with that? Uh, stay calm, dude. Bu- 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 bu. The time is going to pass. The time is going to pass regardless. So what you have to do is what is the one thing that you know you can consistently do, right? Right. That's what I was right. always, I can't preach it now because I've gained weight, but in like high school when I was yoked, right? The one yes. thing I'd always tell everyone, I'd be like, don't go for the three-hour workout. I'd be like, choose the thing that you're going to do every single day. Right. Ten minutes, stick with that. But I'm not doing enough. It doesn't matter because six months will pass and you'll go, oh, man, we are hitting it really hard for two weeks. And then we stopped versus yeah. the one person that's been doing a couple of sit-ups a day a year later. I, I mean, yeah. dude, we graduated college 11 years ago this past – or not uh, high say school. That. Don't say that. Don't say that. But that's what I'm saying. 11 years. It went by like that. Yeah, right. right. And it feels like forever. We're never going to get there. 2030, that's so far away, man. Trey, can you believe it's 2030? Yeah. So my logic was, why don't and this was what my logic in December? I was like, why don't I just start doing something every day that I will have, I'll have something to show for it, right? Yeah. Every day it doesn't. So it was, I looked at it as like video games, like grinding on a video game to get like a skin for a gun, like a Chrome AK or whatever. You yeah. just you don't knock it out in a day. You're like, I'm just gonna do like a couple side missions, like whenever I game takes 20 minutes it's not really fun and then you just go fuck around shoot people whatever and then like a month later you're like oh fuck i got like a thousand whatever credits xps yeah. i was like why don't i just do something that i know i'm gonna do every day and so to answer your question like well, so what do i do do i do math do i produce my own thing i have to do something that i like Worth working out i hated cardio so i never did cardio i was like i like doing bench and i like listening to like a uh, bass hunter like techno so every day I would just listen to Bass Hunter and do what I wanted. And that eventually, over a decade, led into me being in perfect shape. Not anymore. Granted. Studly pecs. Yes. Studly pecs. Exactly. But that's what, so with this, I'm like, you know what? Sure, I could produce each video. I could go in and when you and I are talking about MRIs, I could superimpose what we're talking about so that people can follow along. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But if I start doing that, I'm very quickly... On the first day that I didn't get enough sleep or work was stressful, I'm going to come home and be like, right. I'm not fucking doing it. And so I'm just going to throw the whole thing out. I'm going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. When it's just 
Hey, cool, if I start recording, let's start recording. Talk, 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 peace. Stop recording, upload. I can do that. I have work after this. I'm gonna stop, right. upload it, and walk out the door. So to answer your question, you have to choose the thing that you love the most and that you know you will do. Whatever right. it is, I won't even worry about what content it is you're putting out. Put out content. So on Major 3rd, start putting out math videos. Who gives a fuck? People right. are going to start watching it. Put out whatever. Just talking. Thoughts. Eventually, you're going to find your way along. You're going to find your find your your direction along the way. You're going to find right. out what you're doing. And then maybe you have 10,000 people following you for your math, and then one day they're like, yo, have you heard Body Unbelievable? Yeah. Just talking about perfect hits. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's going to be, man. No, what you say is right, and it's inspiring me a little bit. And it's it's Do basically it. like the realize, realization that with most people, if they're really being honest with themselves, like what you just said about the the small example of like showing the MRI stuff or just like adding in what we said, like you could probably do it off, you do it, you could pull it off for a while, but you know kind of that you can see yourself like, ah, fuck this. So like people aren't really being like truthful with themselves when they're wanting to like revamp their life, when they're wanting to remake themselves and they tell themselves, oh, I'm gonna do this and this and this. They're like not using the reality of like what they think is about to go down. If you make a really hard workout regimen, like the fourth day, if you do it for three days, the fourth day, you're going to be like, fuck this. So like, just like, you know, don't have a problem with setting your bar a little lower with something that you really think you want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, and then, you know, slowly over time, right. That, that's such a wise way of looking at it. My only issue is I do feel like I do so many things that like would be something I could make as content just naturally, whether it's like, like how much I love movies or like the math thing, but I am a little afraid of this, like narcissism, narcissism of like the, the younger generation seems able to reveal themselves and behave in a way on camera and, and not be weirded out with it. With, with me, I'm a little more old school where I either going to like have this self hate or even worse than the self-hate would be if I switch self, over and start liking loving. it and getting positive, then I become a fuckhead. Yeah. Like either one of those is gonna not feel good. I think eventually it would be okay and I could handle it in the right scenario, but that is another little nugget of like, oh, fuck, I don't know. But is that but is that really worth being a limiting factor? It, it shouldn't be. Look at the upside. Like what what if you made head, money you know? from a YouTube channel doing whatever you wanted? What's the downside? Well, what if I become, a, it's like, it's so, you, if you buy this lottery ticket, there's a one in five chance of you winning a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but I might get a paper cut. It's like, I know, right? Uh, it's and it's so weird. What I'm saying is literally like I would be self-hating myself, which would feel bad, and then like it would just the needle would just jump, and then I would just like think I was hot shit, and I would become like a douchebag. I feel like there wouldn't even be there's a middle ground of it. Like it would either not be working or be working, and uh, it, it, no, what it is is it's not a middle ground. It's just both. Third day, like when I had on Mike Durant, I was like, I had on the fucking Black Hawk Down guy. I was like, I'm a right. G. And then like a week later, I was like, what am I doing? Oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> like, right. you know, right. it's like, oh, I used to have abs. Now I got a belly. I'm like, I live at home. I'm like, what? And then I'll have on a big guest and I'll be like, fucking beating that shit into the ground. So it's yeah. not an average. It's just both extremes. There's a, there's a Venn diagram I saw and it was, uh, it was artistic creation. It was the center and they're barely crossing over. Right. And it's like, it's like, a. um, suffocating self-hatred yes and like delusional euphoric manic self-love or, yes. uh, or or narcissism yes in the middle 
artistic creation artistic creation is right in the middle maybe that is it though man so do videos of you being like super self-conscious like i fucking hate my but just do those and let those videos suck and then do other ones where it's like man this guy loves himself probably more than he should either way though do the thing that is stacking it's i i have like a visual in my mind of like the georgia dome I remember, like, always sitting in the... I would always look up at the rafters. I would never even watch... I, I, I went and saw Drew Bledsoe play on the Patriots there, and I think I looked at the rafters the whole game. But in my mind... are pretty it's trippy. Just I so imagine, high up like, there. Up there, like, at the end of rush hour where yeah. Jackie Chan, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I have, like, a visual of that in my mind when I meditate. And I have, like, three Georgia Domes. And the first one is, um, is like, what's the most important one? I just need to be building the podcast. So it's like a piggy bank. There's a little slit at the top. And every day, like, I drop in a new episode. And an episode is just like, it's like a hard drive. And it just falls into the center. Ding, ding. And right now I'm at 175. There's like a little tiny pile in the middle. They can't break. Right. Just ignore that. Some have rolled around. But for the most part, it's still just empty. The other one is money. Every day, I'm, you know, if I get like a tip at work, like a dollar, I'll go deposit it. So every day I'm like dropping a penny in there. Dink, dink. And then the third one is... um is is audiobooks it's just i'm like i always have to be learning so no matter how bad the day is no matter how shitty the day is i try to know a little more than yesterday and so in my mind every page of an audiobook i listen to is like a page i'm ripping out of the book and dropping it in there the audiobook one's probably the biggest that there's like a there's like a respectable pile of just paper down there of documentaries of whatever Money one is tiny, podcast one is tiny. But the podcast one, it's, it's not necessarily, it's putting those in, but then like each view is just like a, like a BB. It just falls in there. Every right. day I'm like, just, I don't care if it's, I try, I strive to make great episodes. There are days where I finish it and I'm like, man, and it's never the guest. There are days where I'm just like, I was not all there. I was not even, it's a shitty one, but I put the BB in and think, and it just keep going. So no matter what happens, I look at December till now. We I've had on good guests, I've had on bad guests. I've had episodes where I feel like I'm killing it. I've had just days of just crushing self-hatred and disillusionment. There's been a pandemic. Kobe died, right? Throughout all of it, though, what is the one thing that has happened? The time has passed. Now it's September. Now it's September. It's September now. It's fucking September. What has happened? A lot of weird shit's happened, but you know what I do have? I have however many months nine months nine times 270 there are 270 bbs down there that's 270 bbs where even if i and there are the first like in january i went like really hard in this podcast i did like two episodes a day for like three weeks which is crazy i did and they were each like two and a half three hours it was insane and i realized at the end of it i was only at episode 40 and i was burned the fuck out and i was like this is not gonna last so instead i was like let's aim to do Let's aim to do 15 a month. Every month I do more than that, but I only aim to do 15. And I'm like, let's try to do at least 60 minutes. Most go about 70 minutes. Now, blink my eye, it's September, episode 176. It's just like, wow, wow, it's 176. And it's, you were on, I think your first episode was almost 100 episodes ago. Wow. 100 episodes. And it's just tink, tink. It's just, man, PewDiePie has 100 million subscribers. I'm at 588, just 588, not even 1,000. And I'm like, just keep dropping. And it just keeps ticking up slowly and slowly. And now the time has passed. I take the podcast in different directions. I do different shit. But now I'm at 176 episodes. 
it's actually a, like a pretty like a well thought out like kind of beautiful philosophy you have going on but it feels a little like uh not unorganized but it's like i can tell it's organically coming from like your experience can you like speak to that a little bit like you think that was from working out is that like where it all started or is it from med school from working, or like from working reading a out book? like you have this the time will pass like like the time will pass anyways small incremental change like you kind of have you know what i mean like it yeah. feels like a formal system that yeah. you're kind of accidentally yeah. developing just sure. naturally yeah i'll talk on that can you fill the air for 30 seconds i gotta go piss oh, you gotta pee? <laughs> god damn it that was inspirational right folks be realistic with your goals your expectations you know set the bar high not too high i think that's where a lot of us make a mistake i know that i do that all the time where i say i'm going to do something and i can do it for three days three weeks even three months but then fall off Tommy used to be jacked, guys. Tommy was shredded. He looked like those, uh, those like plastic dolls when you're little. They're like stretchy. Are they stretchy? They're like you know they're like strong men, but they have like putty muscles. I'm telling the world how jacked you were. Yeah, he used to. I need to. I'll get it. Uh, but that's. Do you remember when we joke like uh, something about your muscles? Like I was like what? I was like picking you up or something. And I was like, you're not very heavy. And yeah. you're like, yeah, these are just show muscles. These are oh, like, yeah, these probably, are... yeah, I never did. It was never for strength. People are like, how much can you bench? In my mind, I'd be like, not like, a lot. Not, <laughs> not a lot, man. It's aesthetics. That's what I used it for. Um, yeah, funny, J- JP, JP Bleacher used to joke. He's like, Tommy has a Play-Doh machine. He's just fat. He gets in a Play-Doh machine every morning and it compresses it all. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that sort of organic system, that definitely, uh, yeah, that probably started with working out med school was that was like the pre-med that was like the next thing where it was like this isn't gonna happen in a month or even a semester or even a year this is gonna take four years and it was like slow and steady just stay the course and it did and it was just when i first decided to be pre-med i went i went to the library like 14 hours a day i'd study till like two in the morning i'd come home get up at six and just start going again and i did that for like a month and then i was like the adrenaline wore off like the newfound glory that i'm gonna be a doctor and i was like i am exhausted and just like the workout it was like so instead of deciding i'm tired today i'm only gonna go do six hours i was like if i'm not doing 14 i'm just then i'm just not gonna do it and i would and i was like okay i remember sitting this was like october 2010 i was like if i'm gonna do this it needs to be slow and steady i gotta put in a lot of work but it's gotta be real like realistic I was like, I know that I can go for about an hour and a half before I need a break. Do an hour and a half, I would do like 10 minutes of Facebook, maybe jerk off, and then do like 10 minutes of like meditation. So every two hours I did 90 minutes of work. I was like, I know I can do that session. If I exercise and get a good night's sleep, I know I can do that sort of cycle. Yeah, wait, say it to me again, two hours, 30 minutes? No, every two hours I would do 90 minutes of work. So I do 90 minutes of work, I take 10 minutes off of just like brain fried, and I would literally it, just get it. on Reddit and just kind of drool for a minute. Got it, got it. I would normally like jerk, I would jerk off like three times a day. And sure, then like sure. just just stress. And then I would do like 10 minutes of like a mini meditation. And I'd be like, remember why you're doing this. I'd be like, just get through today. Just like dropping the penny. Like just. Right. I could do that full cycle. I could guarantee myself I could do four of those cycles a day. That was a bare minimum. I could do eight hours of that. 
most days I, w- I could do 10, 10, 12 hours, so like six cycles. But every day I was like, I know I can do, four. if I have nothing else to do that day, I know I can do five. If I have classes, I can probably do like three of those cycles. You gotta do them early, you gotta do them when you're refreshed, you can't do it at the end of the day, it requires your A game, right? It's like the first couple plays of the Super Bowl where they're just all out, right? They're all getting their nerves out. Yeah. Like, okay. And I was like, just keep it real. And like once like every like two weeks, every other Friday, I would start to hit this like kind of more meta burnout. So every other, so everyone knew it at UGA. It was like, oh, it's every, it's the, is it the second week? Because I would go out and just get blackout drunk, eat like a ton of Five Guys, like gain weight, spend a ton of money, get fucking loaded. The next day, be hungover as hell, get high as fuck, and then I'd start up again and have like thirteen days of like go get it, right. and I would burn it. And and I did that sort of like two hour cycle and fourteen day cycle. And I just did that and it went for four years and I did it and I, and I got in When I took mushrooms in December 2013 and realized I didn't want to be a doctor I linked I was like, I don't want to do this But I linked all of, kind of we talking about like the song earlier that might be your first date song that might be You know your death yes. in the family song I linked that long-term work with unconsciously I linked it with the feeling of hating studying all day every day to get in med school right? right i did that long-term thing in high school to get muscle and i really liked that i did it again in college and instead of going it's not the work that's a problem it's what you were doing was the problem you, you weren't you didn't love it like that's the reality is right. you just wanted to be a doctor to be to, to you know to not be a failure right probably some deep-seated chip on my shoulder and i linked the two instead of saying do something else you like i just said i fucking hate all of it and i'm finished yes. with all of it i was like it's i want to stop having distant goals stop working all day every day I just want to enjoy myself and then four months after that brother took his life so if that hadn't happened i imagine i probably would have looked at that after four months and gone you know what i do like working it's just i need to find something else i love yeah but i didn't have that metaphorical time to breathe because existential crisis right Boom. No one can handle that. And right. so that kind of mixed. And then not only it was like I spent four years studying in college. I was like, I'm, I'm old now. I'm 23. And I was like, I, so it was like a midlife crisis at 23. So it was like change in philosophy, midlife crisis, and then threw in a suicide on it. Well, that's just the recipe for like what I'm still dealing with, trying to get rid of weight, like sober. Got to like moved home in 2016 after getting pretty suicidal myself. And at that point it wasn't that i hated work it's i think i forgot i forgot that daily grind thing so i would start new things i started uh i wanted to be an author so i went really hard and i wrote that that story i sent you about psychedelics and then i got burned out and said fuck that and i got mad that i wasn't a millionaire author within six months so i said fuck that and then i got into like trying to do comedy and making funny photoshops i remember i was trying to sell like trump shirts and then i was also trying to sell like hillary shirts on another company got really mad that I was a millionaire in a month. And it kind of kept happening. And I kept doing Photoshop, but I liked Photoshop, so I just kept doing it. Right. And then kind of got upset about that, that I wasn't a millionaire. I still like Photoshop, though. And then in December, I just remember thinking, it was December, and I was sitting there watching, uh, what is the um, what is the most recent gangster movie with De Niro? The Irishman? the Irishman. I was watching that with my dad, and I was downstairs. And I could just like feel like my titties. I was on the couch and I was just like, I couldn't even enjoy the movie because I could just feel like my tits. And I was just like, 
and it just hit me. I was like, the time is going to pass. Just start dieting. Granted, I'm only 15 pounds lighter than I was then. But that's. But I remember thinking, I was like, what if I just grind really hard? Maybe I can lose like 50 pounds in three months. And then I thought, like, that's what I've been doing for the last three years. Comedy, writing, photoshopping, shirts. Same with weight loss. Where it's like, if I can't have it now, then I don't want it. And then what you said earlier, be okay with lowering the bar. I was like, so what if I press, what if I try to lose 15 pounds in 2020? And right now I've I've met my goal. So hopefully I can push it farther. And next year will be 15 more pounds, right? I can't wait to be ripped again. I miss it. But, I feel my tits is like one of the funniest phrases I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the... I, I feel I, my own I could just feel them. And I was just like, ah. Oh. And um, yeah. And I was like, why don't I aim... This was December. So I was like, why don't I aim to lose 15 pounds next year? And instantly I was like, what's the point of even doing 15 pounds? Then you're only 200, which is where I'm at now. And I was like, no, that's not a lot. It's not a lot. You're right. And you're not going to look much better. It's probably going to take right. three or four years of doing this to even look marginally better. But I was like, if I can't even keep off five, why am I bitching about doing 15? Because if I right. can't if I can't be okay with doing 15, how the fuck am I going to do 50, right? You know, it's such a psychological trick we play on ourselves, right? Yeah, if I can't have it like, all, then I don't want it. And, and like you feel like you're lowering the bar, which is, is what I said, and it is that. But it's kind of like you're 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 secretly raising the bar, right? Like it, you have to lower your short-term yes. expectations in order to raise your long-term potential. Yes, yes. Right? it's so very it's like hard such to a see. Fuck it's where you're very like, hard to see. It takes yeah. a lot of failure to get to that point. So right. I was just like, the time is going to pass. Why don't I just start? And then I had always wanted to start a podcast. I'd wanted to start a podcast since 2015. And then I was just like, I want to start. And it was like, like you, I was like, I'm just going to hate it. And then I was like, what if I become a douchebag? Like, hey, YouTubers. And I was just like, what do I want? And I was like, I love talking to people. I love, maybe that's my narcissism is I love the sound of my voice. And I was like, why don't I just start? I was like, who am I going to get as a guest? I'm like, well, I can't get anyone as a guest. I don't even have a podcast to show up. So I was asking other people, and they're like, can I see some episodes? And I was like, uh. There aren't any. So, and honestly, it just sounded like a, like a bad, like, FBI scheme. Like, this is all a front. So finally, I yeah. was like, why don't I start with people I know won't care? So, like, my friend Durant, I was like, we just come on and just talk about anything. I was like, literally like a, like a prostitute. I was like, I'll do all the work, baby. Don't worry. Right? Don't worry. I'll make you come. You just show up. And yeah. I did it, and I was like, and I forced the episode. And I was like, let's do one a week. And I started doing one a week. And but I remember before I knew it, I was on episode five and I was like, wow. And that was the first like so it was like a couple like a week prior. I thought about the time is going to pass. This was the first the time is going to pass. And I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about that with weight loss, not the podcast. Right. And I was like, wow. I was like that, like learned a lesson. I was like, it'll be the same with weight. And then like another like two weeks passed. And I was just I was like, let's keep it realistic and just do one a week. Yeah. And then, like, January came around, and I, had, I was at, like, eight episodes. And I had, like, four subscribers. And I was, like, you know, it was just, I was just watching The Irishman and thinking Christmas is only three weeks away. And now I was, like, New Year's was a week, a week ago. And it was, like, wow. And it was literally, like, almost like the UFO. It wasn't that I was, like, oh, yeah, this is what I did in college. I was, like, rediscovering this, like, slow I was like, I feel like I've done this before. It was almost like coming out of a fog. I was like, this like slow. You didn't connect the dots until no, later. That's how okay. that's how far off the rails I went after my brother. Like it wasn't even that I remembered what I had forgotten. It was amnesia. 
Graham Hancock. It was like amnesia. And right. sort of uncovering like Gobekli Tepe, I was like, whoa, this is weird. And I, so I started doing more episodes. And then, I, and then I started to make the mistake that I had made the four previous years. I was like, what if I did two a day? I could do right. two a day. You ramped it up too much. I was like, let's go. And I did it. Yeah. And, I be, and I came close to like quitting. And I was like, and I gained some weight back. And I was like, this is how it starts. And I was like, let's just do three a week. I was like, that's realistic. I can do three episodes a week. And I was like, but that's not a lot. That's not good. Then I'm not going to get it fast enough. And I was like, if you can't do three a week, how are you going to do 14 a week? And I was like, right. let's just, it's just going to take time. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, how am I going to stick to it? How about you only have on friends and you do no production value? And I was like, I can do that. And I was like, okay. And I kind of just kept blinking and i was like oh now i'm at episode 20 and i kind of blink again now i'm at episode 30 now i'm at 214 pounds now i'm at 213 right now i'm at 197.8 like to get to like 170 and i was like man and every once in a while i'll go on these little spurts where i'd be like let's do another one another one and i'd be like slow it down slow it down and you know if you're tired take a day off play some video games and i was like the way for the i was like so let's just look at the graph I'm doing more episodes, I'm getting more subscribers and more views. It's going slow. But just like Voyager past the heliosphere, it's taking time, but on a long enough timeline, it's going to get to another star. So I was like this is simple enough that I have no problem. I thoroughly enjoy doing it. I can like a work I was like I can do this every I can do this every day for 10 years. I was like just let it run. I was almost like it was almost like I climbed to altitude. I got the 35,000 feet. The seatbelts on came off. And I was like, just touch the wheel, but just keep it on. Just go. Just go. We're flying from L.A. to, to Melbourne. Like, there's, it's not happening in the next hour. Just So I kept it going. And every once in a while, I'd get a little amped up. And I'd be like, let's try to get a bigger guest, right? So I'd get a Delta Force guy or I'd get a weightlifter or I'd get an author. And those take a lot out of you. You got to find them. 99% will say no, 1% will say yes. If they say yes, you get their book, you prep it, you get jacked up, ready to go, do the episode. Oh, I wanted it to be a million views, it only got a thousand. You kind of get depressed a little bit. I had on the Black Hawk Down pilot, it's at 1800 views. Like, I'm still upset about that. But I'm like, you know what? It's just, I reel it back in. Whenever You'll notice, whenever I have on like a relatively big guest, yeah. I'll have like another week or two of just me and friends. Cause I'm like, how do I do the bare mint? Cause like after it, I get burned out, I get disillusioned. I'm like, how come I don't have 10 million views? How come Rogan's not asking me to be on me, me, me? And I'm like, just keep it, keep it. It's better to get like a penny a day in the Georgia dome than to drop hundred dollar bills. Have on friends, talk about UFOs. We talk about MRI shapes. We talk, whatever. And I keep it going and I sort of, I go from a sprint back down to like a light jog. And then I catch my breath and I'm like, okay, let's get another author. I got an idea for an author. Let's try. And I get disillusioned, I get heartbroken, and I finally get one. I'm get having on an author named Norman Oler on September 22nd, who's the author of a best-selling book called Blitzed, The History of Drugs in the Third Reich. So now I'm listening to it, I'm doing questions. It's insane. Rogan talked about that, right? It, it, what? Maybe Rogan's talked about that. I've heard of that book. They were, oh, really? They were on meth, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm listening to it, and it's taking a lot out. I'm, I listen to the books three or four times when I have on guests. I write sure. down questions, and it gets, and then yeah, it gets a little, it, it gets hard, and then I'll do it, and sort of like a little burned out. I'm like, okay, let's just let's have on a friend tomorrow and talk about fucking Kanye's running for president. Just 
No mental exertion, just fucking dicks, you know, UFO jokes, big titties, porn. Yeah, and then just I sort of let it come down again. And now where I am is, ah, this is 176. Right. Wow. Like, wow. Next Thursday, I'm having on a guy that, a president of a laser cleaning company. They clean rust with lasers. Like, okay. All right. Just slow. Having on Eben Alexander, a, a Harvard neurosurgeon and New York Times bestseller who fell into a coma in 2010 for seven days that has a one in 10 million survival rate, and he survived, but he remembers everything. And he said, and not just like, you know, I remember like the doctors around me. You know, he remembers going to the afterlife. <laughs> and what? he wrote a book called Proof of Heaven. Oh, I it's, think I've heard of that. It's a New York Times best. And this guy is, he's not, a, he's a Harvard neurosurgeon. <laughs> and so he's like, I remember, he's like, that was more clear than like how I remember yesterday. I'm having him on. And so it's just like, I get these little like gems. And then I have like, low low effort but very enjoyable episodes with friends and it's, it's not to say i don't enjoy the, the the big authors the brigadier general i had on but that takes a lot you got to sit up you know fuck, i'm talking to a the former b2 spirit pilot you gotta you gotta be there and then i have episodes where it's like no these aren't going to be like my heavy hitters bring in thousands of views but i'm like i'm amped to talk to trey about mris and cymatics and we're just going to take our dicks out and, and jerk each other off. Big, triumphant, veiny bastards. And those refresh me in the same yeah. ways that the intense, uh, the big guests refresh me and they sort of give me the inspiration to keep going. So I know I'm absolutely raping you in the ear with this explanation. No, but, no, dude. I'm like inspired truly. Like, but I'm that is what it is. I don't know yeah. how much time we yeah, have before we, can, we, we, have, go, we but, can jerk each other off. Yeah, man, shit. Because uh, it, it, you really are like an accidental guru. Like, like it's funny because like on the surface, no one would suspect that of you or <laughs> <I know. laughs> like the, 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 the way you're describing it and there's like ups and downs and like you don't really have like a zen truth to it. But like what you're saying, there's like there's like a nugget of really well thought out like guru level and it's inspiring me. And I, at the very least, this two hour, 30 minute, 90 minute cycle, I, I'm, I'm borderline going to implement that today. And it's so trippy because basically what you're doing is you're taking for me, which has been one of the most painful things ab about existence, which is that when you project forward in time, it's incredibly slow and painful. And when you project backwards in time, it's incredibly short. And literally my speech when I was a uh, in my fraternity, my senior year of college, and we had to give like our little speeches, and I was like not really into it. I was like, this is weird, like this isn't my vibe. But people were saying some things that I thought were interesting and good. And so when it came my turn, this kind of came to me, and I was like, you know what? I wasn't really gonna say anything, but truthfully, like do not take it for granted. Enjoy every moment because there's this fence, there's this weird fence to the future where you're like, what's happening over there? right there's like there's like a wall and so you're like looking forward in this way where like someone could be like two years older than me and they seemed like they were so fucking old yeah like they seemed like they were a completely person i couldn't relate to then two years would go by i would be in their spot and i would look back two years and i'd be like 
that person's the exact same age as me. You know same, what I mean? It's like same. my whole life, I was having this contradiction of projecting forward. And then when I got there looking back and it was been painful for me, it's been like not a good experience. You're basically taking that, acknowledging it and repurposing it, repackaging it in this sort of guru lifestyle productivity, like, like seminar, I feel like you're giving me. And it's actually like really inspirational because I can tell that it's real. And it's not like someone who's like, this is how you should do it. Go, like, go, go. I always feel great. And I meditate every morning. There's no road bumps at all. Like you're like giving it in this real raw, like truthful, feel my anecdotal, personal feeling your titty story. And it, it's actually like, like that first time we talked and you told me about cold calling, people that just inspired me because that sounded so painful it is. that you had to do that but even this is like even like several levels above like Good. i really I'm do glad. feel like i want to like kick today's ass right now because i'm going to try this like cycling thing and just look at this uh this this thing about time this time it's, passing anyway thing is really kind of I like rocking looking, my world i gotta like chew on it for a while that's you know? what i started that's what i i just started thinking i was like the time is going to pass and and you're right i mean right now i gotta go to work today I got to work till nine, stocking liquor shelves. Work, as you know, as anyone knows with the job, work crawls by, just, and you're, and you're like, this day is never gonna end. I have like, I have found the glitch in the universe. Time has yeah. paused and I am here for eternity. This is just, you know, I am, this is a, like a Greek God punishment. But then, I, but I was thinking That's about- the opposite, but why I, does that happen? I don't know, but then I was thinking about that and I was like, man, that has happened. As I was thinking that, I was like, this is like my fourth week working here. I was like, well, what has happened? I've done this four weeks worth. Yes. Gone. But today is the day that's never going to end. Yeah, right. And so even then, I know I'm going to do today. I'm going to go there and it's going to suck dick. I'm going to blink my eyes. It's going to be, I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm going to be back up Monday. I'll be like, thank God I got those three days behind me. The time is going to pass anyway. So have something to show for it so dieting is like a hard one because it's you can lose weight but then you can gain it again and then it's all voided and that's like the painful that's why so few people can look great like fucking like lincoln or someone it's just that's why it is the upper echelon but like something like this like no one can take away the podcast i put up an episode it's up now delete it well now i've got norad right now it's on multiple things so it's do something every day and just you just it's up and you can build on that. And it's almost like a ion thrusters, you know, like Xenon ion thrusters in space yeah, where they, tiny, they accelerate yeah. so slowly, but they do it for like years. Yeah, and the, yeah. So that's what this is. I'm like, it's just an episode just today. It's I came and it's do the best you can that day. Got eight hours yeah. of sleep last night. I walked a mile. I showered. I meditated. No problems ever. No, no. Like you said, Ned, no. I mean, yeah. constant, constant, right. constant self-hatred, constantly feeling my tits, like, hate it, like, have to go to work today, god damn it, I'm 30, I live above my parents' room, Rogan just got signed for $100 million, I can't even get an ad to run on this thing, but I'm like, what can I do today? I can do an episode with Trey, I can bring my A-game, I know I'm good for 60 to 90 minutes of A-game, I can upload it, go to work, hate my life for five hours, tomorrow I've got another episode with a guy from work whose dad was a Navy SEAL, and went to jail for triple homicide. Recently yeah. passed away. There's an episode. Okay, it's gonna be crazy. I have no idea what's gonna come of it. Doing that one tomorrow. Is that gonna get me 10 million views? No, but it's gonna get me some and it's gonna seep, it's gonna seep into some more people's minds and it's just gonna keep going. It's been nine months, 175, 176 episodes. I'm still not where I want it to be. Okay, 
Nine months. What about another nine months? It's gonna be twenty. Weaponizing that feeling that I yes. hate. And exactly. Kind of like, exactly. Use it to your advantage, you exactly. Know? And I still hate it. Despite yeah. this whole spiel I just gave you, like I fully believe that like it will never be October. It's just today is gonna go forever. It's just I have fallen into a black hole of time and it's I am stuck on September fourth forever. I'm gonna blink and it's gonna be December and it's gonna be a year of the episode of the podcast. I'm gonna blink and it's gonna be a decade. A decade bullshit. Eleven years ago we were fucking getting our diplomas at Pius. I know, dude. I hate the that. The college experience. We have now been out of college. Actually, next year, we will be out of college longer than we were we were in high school and college. We're further away than, than on the other side. Our of it, senior yeah. year, 9-11 anniversary, was closer to 9-11 than it is to this 9-11 anniversary next week. That hurts to think about. No. Yeah, 18 years, right? No, that can't be right. No, 2009 to 2001. Eight years. Yeah, now it's it 12. Is. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> So that day is closer to to that day of you know them announcing and Bush saying we're gonna go get them and that is closer to then than that is to now. So the time is gonna pass. Now if it doesn't pass, the only caveat to this is, what if I do all this work and it doesn't work out? Well, the only way it cannot work out is if you don't get to that point in the future. If you quit, it won't work. Now I don't know if this podcast is gonna work in a year, five years, thirty-five years. Right. The but as long as I don't quit, then it's not that it's failed. It's just that it hasn't worked yet. There's only That's two right. ways that it can fail is yeah. if I quit or if I die. Well, I kn- I can control that I won't I'm quit. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, but I really I broke it down to like, what are the extremes? If I quit, well, I can control that. The other thing will be, well, what if I die before it works? Well, then I won't be here to be upset that I put in that much time. Exactly. <laughs> so that's how I've broken it down to before I quit or before I die. I don't think I'm going to die, and I know that I can make myself not quit if I can just do one day at a time. Well, then if you look at it from that point, time is going to pass, man. I'm going to blink my eyes and be 40, 50, 60. If the time is going to pass, I'd rather be the time pass from now until age 55 and be Rogan with $100 million in my own studio than be 55 and not have that. It's crazy, man. I, I really do feel good about it. Can I be a psycho and twist like something completely random at the last shit. second? I don't give a Because I have this shit. weird primal part of my I got, brain. I got nine more like, minutes I can do. Yeah, we're about to leave. Like, ask him this because like, <laughs> it's like this psycho monkey part. What, <laughs> when I was thinking about like who you were talking to, like if you talk to someone, I know because I'm sure you have, who's killed someone, did you feel like there was like I just want to know what like Delta Force a quick guys? story about like what it's like to talk to someone who's like took in someone's life. Can you feel like you can detect it? Is it like is it like anything else where you kind of think going in it might be one way, but really it's the full range? Like this guy's happy go lucky. This guy's like intense and dark, and like the killing part is not actually something that you sure. feel like sure. yeah. is shaping them. Yeah. So I had on a police sergeant episode. I think it was episode twenty two, James Lucero, and he talked about uh, having to shoot a guy that was going for a knife. And he was like charging them and like he still thinks about it to this day and like the guy was like schizophrenic and the guy and so he ended up writing like a letter to their family explained exactly what happened and i think it's still in touch with their family and it's like all like good it was like a tragic end to a tragic life you could tell that really affected him like mm-hmm. really affect i think this was like 20 years ago the next guy i had on um who, who was it? It was um fuck. 
I feel like it's fucked up that I asked about. No, 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 like, not at all. No, it's not. I couldn't no, it's my, not. I was no, it's not. Me. No, it was an Air Force guy. It was an Air Force guy, but they were on like a ground mission, like an Air Force Intel guy, and they were engaged in like Ramadi or something, and he sh- and he shot the driver of an SUV coming at him. They had like a ton of bombs, and uh, yeah, shot him through. Like the bullet went through the guy's head, went through like the next three seats and out the back of the car. And you could tell you definitely, but this guy's military, so probably a little, a little more like wrapped up about it. Um, and then I had on like Delta Force guys who talk. I mean, it, it, it's, it's just another day to them. To them, it's the objective. They just say they just they say they remember the first one. Like Dale, Dale was right. on a was on one of those little helicopters, the Little Birds, going into. If you've ever played Black Ops Two, going into Panama to get Noriega, they were trying to get a Kurt Muse, who was a CIA. Uh, agent who was imprisoned in Panama at, at Modelo Prison. And uh, Mike Durant, the Black Hawk Down guy, was flying there too. But Dale was there. Dale was the breacher. And it was like his... He was the youngest guy ever in Delta Force. He was 23. And he says they remember swooping in. He remembers seeing a guy with a gun standing behind a woman and they were taking pot shots at him. And then like the, they went behind a wall into a cemetery and said the woman broke left and he saw the guy breaking right. And he's like, just engage the target. Boom, boom. Shoop, right through the head. He goes, and that was my first confirmed kill. And then the, he tells all their stories. And from then on out, it's just like he, he says, like, the words are just like, yeah, I smoked them. It's just these guys. Right. I mean, dude, Delta Force is these guys are killers. Uh, Joe right. Teddy, who is uh, worked with Dale in a CIA unit, told me the first story. And it was like he was in some compound in Afghanistan and like a gun flew over the edge of the building. And he was like, what the fuck? He was like in this courtyard. And there's, there's like this 10 foot wall and like a gun. Th- and he's like, what the? And he said he just saw this like Afghani dude crawling up after it, and he like, he literally like threw his gun first, and then like he jumped down. And Ted, I said he looked at him and was like, "Hey!" And like you know, held. Up. Said the guy like looked at him. Said it was almost comical if it wasn't so tragic. Said he like looked at him, looked at the gun, looked at him, ran to the gun, and Ted, I was yelling at him. I didn't kn- knew this. He said adrenaline, and he goes, "That shit's real." He goes, "That's not Hollywood." He goes, "Vision." Boom. He goes, slow motion. I could see like the ripples of his shirt. He goes, I could smell the dust. He goes, I can still smell it. And he goes, the guy went for it. And then he goes, and then I fired as I was trained two rounds. He goes, but I remember looking back at my magazine afterwards and realized I had fired like 11 rounds because it happened so fast. He goes, smoked him. And then from then on out, it's just what you do. Uh, Dale talks about in his book, American Badass, he talks about... People shit on Dale because they're like, who would write a book called American Badass about themselves? He was on a game show, and there were some Korean contestants, and they nicknamed him that. So, not that Dale needs my protection. He's Delta yeah. Force. It's an IJ guy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. But it's these guys, they called him like, oh, American Badass. So he just went yeah, with yeah. it. It was like an inside joke. But um, uh, he, Dale remembers... um. They were they were setting out like mines to tra- track trap these guys that were like these snipers that were like firing on their position. So they went up into the mountains and set up these mines, and so the snipers started walking into it and blowing up. And so these Afghani guys, these Afghani snipers, one of the guys went and got all of his uh, kids and had them walk ten feet in front of them to clear the mines. And none and most of them no no none of them hit it. One kid did stepped on it, like blew his leg off and he bled out. And Dale's like, that was like, I laid that mine. He's like, that, he's like, I still think about that. He's like, but then I think about that asshole that made his kids go out in front of him. And I remember shooting him in the face and that felt good. Um, But he was like, if I didn't lay those mines, that sniper could have blown my buddy's head off. And now someone back home doesn't have a dad. What do you do? Gray area. Um, JP Veriano, whose mom was a lunch lady at Pius, was one of my older brothers. uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
JB Variano was my older brother John's, deceased brother John's. He was one of his, if not his best friends. So was Rob, the other guy that's on here a lot. JP uh, flew for the flew drones for the Air Force. He said that he was like a targeter. And he's like he definitely has some like PTSD from like targeting like groups of people, mm-hmm. terrorists. He goes, it's also PTSD from like sometimes they're just surveilling. And he's like, I've watched women and children put against the wall and like shot. We're watching it through you know like it's all classified cameras, but he's like we're watching from ten miles away. We're zooming in and we're seeing these people, these like twelve year olds being shot because the Taliban's suspecting him of he goes and those guys he's like you fucking hate and you just want to like put a hellfire missile up their ass um they've all talked about um Mike Durant I mean the Black Hawk Down guy I mean his story is intense there's definitely like you it's still a fact you can definitely tell but that guy was in captivity for 13 days his friends yep. were killed he was in the movie Black Hawk Down he gets hit in the face with like a, a gun or something and breaks his face yeah. In his book, In the Company of Heroes, not the book Black Hawk Down, but his book, In the Company of Heroes, what that actually was was the severed arm of a Delta Force operator that they beat him with. Holy fuck. And it broke his jaw and eye socket, and he still can't really talk about it. it which, if you'll notice, people have talked, asked me about my interview with Mike Durant. How come I don't talk about Black Hawk Down? Because I didn't want to. He's, he, I remember he emailed me afterward the next day and said, Thank you for not making me the Black Hawk Down guy. Wow. Because yeah. I was like, I don't want to make him the Black Hawk. So instead, we ta- I talked about the philosophy of it. He was in captivity, and he talked about how every time he heard helicopters, his hope would well up. He'd be like, the Delta boys are coming to save me. I'm going to see my kid again. And then, like, they couldn't get close to him. And he goes, and I would feel so sad. So I started to tell myself, stop having hope. Just stop. And I remember that stuck out to me because I was like, I feel like what you would think was, like, hang on to hope. Hang on to that image of your child. Yeah. But it was the exact opposite. He goes, I survived because I just, I accepted that I was dead and I was never seeing my family again. Yeah. Obviously, he's been back in the States for 27 years now. But so I did a whole episode based on that. Not, But point being is, is that was a completely unrelated tangent. But yeah, people that have killed, I mean, I guess in my mind, yeah, it was like a dramatic, like, oh man, this is going to be really intense. You can tell yeah, for yeah. some, it, what is like, like the cop, Lucero, like. He doesn't right. want to kill you. Know, All cops are bastards. Like, no, fuck off. No, this guy didn't want to kill anyone. He hates it. Um, right. uh, yeah, other people, you can tell that they, that's they weren't hoping to do that, but they knew it would be part like military. And then you have like the Delta Force guys, where it's like, I don't want to like put them in a light of like you know they don't feel you know they're not right. human. No, these are emotional human guys who feel when it happens to a kid, yeah. but they're also. These guys are alphas. These guys are tigers. These guys make Rogan look like a beta bitch. Like these guys, these guys are the, you know, it's what did Andy Stumpf say about SEAL Team 6? When you're aiming, aim for above the teeth and below the eyes. That's how you sever the brain cord. That's what these guys are. They get, they get that weak stomach that gets weeded out. (laughs) So these guys, I don't think it puts them in a negative light. Like, oh, they don't feel anything. No, they do. But you can also tell it's like, I mean, these guys are hunters. <laughs> they're 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 hunting. <laughs> it's a yeah. Um, I can go for like five more minutes if you want. Um, it's a uh, five more minutes, bro. <laughs> but um, well, that's why I want the podcast to make money, so I don't have to go to fucking work. So instead of saying five more minutes, I could be you want to do another hour. Five hours, five more hours. Uh, that's why I want the. That's why I wanted to. But um, hey man, you're getting close, bro. You can do it. Woo! But um, yeah, that's yeah. Some some is exactly what you think it is. The guys that are professionals, it's def- you're definitely like, whoa. They, they just they don't even. They're like, oh yeah, no, I smoked them. You're just like, yeah. Sometimes when I'm like talking to Dale on here, 
I'm just like, I'll look, I just really, he'll be talking. I'll be like looking in, you can go back to some episodes of me with him. Yeah. And I'll just be looking at him. I'll be thinking like, this face is like the last face that a lot of people have seen. <laughs> yeah. Cause some things when people do, like whether it's like an art form or just something they've gone through, it's like so intense. But like, I mean, that's like the, that's the pinnacle of it all is like having, having witnessed murder hunting, or been a murderer or like, you know, person. like. That Almost is, all people you interact with will not have that experience. No. And so it, in some sense, they're in this rarefied air and you're just like, are you normal? Like, I yeah. feel like it would be like this bear that I have yeah, and I would kind of be yeah. like wanting to see. Yeah. But I would be scared too, you yeah. know, like. Yeah. One thing I've never done, I've never asked anyone. I've always let it right. come up organically. Right. I found right, that. Right. I'm like, don't ask. I think that's just like a general that's use your brain. Point. Don't ask. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can. You can definitely see it talking to Dale. Sometimes Dale will get fired up. He'll be like, man, all these, like, you know, protesters and shit. He'd be like, man, I'm fine for it. That's what I fight for. I fight for the Constitution. Like, you know, he's like, man, any of these motherfuckers coming to my house try to, like, you know, take anything from my house or uh, threaten my family. He's like, I'll lay these motherfuckers down so quick. And, like, a lot of us say that in, like, a sort of talk a big game. Man, if any protesters come to my house, I'll fuck them up. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I'll call the cops and just cry. But when you're looking at Dale talking, you're like, there's no... This isn't bluffing. Yeah. This is a this is a statement of fact. If you threaten his family and like young daughter, like rioting, you're gonna have your brains put on a wall. <laughs> like yeah. and uh you can definitely tell. He's like Yeah. So I don't know, to answer your question, some are yeah, it's more you can definitely tell like traumatic. Others it's fucking business, man. You think if you didn't know who they are that you could detect anything where like all of them have it down where not all of them but like like you said like you know i, I wonder if, if it was a different context like i wonder if i just met someone at like a mcdonald's oh just like you know a, that it like, like killed someone like, would there be anything I, it seems like it should be so profound that it would do that to you but like as humans we're so malleable and we're so adaptable that i can also see it the other way like no like you yeah, know it's just something know. you stomach just like everything else just like a death of a family member yeah. or some traumatic shit that happened to you like we all have stuff like that so it's the pinnacle of those things but also i can see it being kind of similar you know it's, it's yeah. very weird to think if about. it was like if i just like committed a murder you'd probably be able to tell my eyes would be dilated i'd probably be like shaking. Yeah, right? i'd probably be like i'm my life it's over i'm on the run now do i just kill myself and get rid of the anxiety what am i doing then yeah, you'd yeah. have like the psychopath like who it's just there's nothing there's nothing it's empty inside they just fucking rip someone's face off and jerked off with their eye socket nothing right there's a sound bite and then there are guys who like military they've you know they do feel but it's like what nixon said about eisenhower he said he never made an emotional decision that does not mean that he was an emotionless man. That doesn't mean he was an emotionless man. Right. He was an emotional man. He loved his family, loved his country, he loved humanity. He made emotionless decisions because he right. had to. You don't set up the invasion of Normandy by going, right. oh, it's going to be a big one. No, that's yeah. how you, you, you kill Hitler. You fucking yeah. nuke Japan by looking at it coldly. But that yeah. doesn't mean that they're like a, a heartless machine. I don't know. Yeah. If you, I don't know, but some of it, it's a dead giveaway. Like, if you didn't know who Dale was, but you saw Dale, like, you still see Dale and you're like, this guy is something. Guy, I don't know what. Right. I don't know what. He's not a cop. This guy is Secret Service. This guy yeah. is, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Some of them, I've, I don't think I've ever met anyone that's, like, remorseless on this podcast. Even, like, Dale or Joe Ted, like, you still see it in their face. They're like, look, like, I don't, I don't want to kill anyone. No one does. Right. If you do, you're a fucking psychopath. It's um, 
Yeah. I yeah. watched a documentary yesterday about this girl who like put a hit on her own parents. What the fuck? Like she had two people come into her, or I can't remember the number of people, but like basically come like murder her parents like in the night like while she was there. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was uh, fucking tripping me out. That's man. That's I, was like, I don't know why I've been thinking about murder. That's unhinged. Recently, but like, that's unhinged. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's crazy. But they cracked her in the interview. You know what I mean? They did the classic like police interrogation, like four hour long, uh, and they were able to got her to. Take like, her. She's in jail right now. Got so. her to slip up. Um, yeah. Episode eighteen with Bruce Sackman, a special agent who uh, arrested, uh, hunted down, and arrested serial killing doctors in the U.S. who would just Ooh. ice their patients with like morphine or something. Go watch that episode, and he talks about it. God damn, that guy fucking went face-to-face with Satan. Because here are these He's like guys. Real life Dexter. Yeah, here are these real-life guys, respectable doctors, you know, Murder. that bedside man. are like, yeah, you know, so what we're going to do is we're going to do this. We're yeah. Had kill counts in the 70s and 80s. Whoa. I don't even know if the Delta Force guys touched that. It's That's nuts, And he said, and they didn't see a thing. And then once it finally came out that they were guilty, and they admitted, they would just be like, yeah, yeah, you got me. Nothing. Chip, bro. Nothing. I, we're gonna go for two more minutes. So, what are you gonna do with all the new newfound information? What are you gonna do with your channel, Major Third? You can't put out a new song every day. That's not realistic. You can't do that. Even once I'm a week. I'm trying to is that think of different things. I want to maybe do not a podcast, but sort of a short. Do a um, podcast, and I will give you. I will be. I will. Any of my guests you want, I will fucking recommend you to that. Recommend. It's them. gonna be like more hip hop based. I'm hoping to like what I want to do is talk about old albums that I like and then also connect with other artists and basically talk about like the writing process and how do you make your bars and like what inspired you so I think I could keep it pretty niche in that way um I mean I don't even have like a microphone yet but like I'm just trying to think of I didn't didn't have a microphone till episode 50 oh really yeah (laughs) maybe I'll I'll hit you up I was thinking on multiple times this episode like there's different things I'm gonna ask Tommy about I might ask you to photoshop something one day I might ask you about your advice on the microphone what's yeah. a yada yada, yada yeah. so I, I can i can walk so, you through my yeah uh episode 123 it's it's like 20 minutes long i did a podcast yeah. tutorial yeah that's, that's that sweet. is that is the culmination of all my knowledge so anything you ask for me i mean yeah you and i can talk another time i can tell you about like how how you like like anonymously and like sneakily like plug your shit online to try to like drive traffic and it doesn't really work but it kind of works it's um dude just start Put up your first video today. Even if you just put up a video of you talking, saying, "Fuck you." That is the attitude. That's the attitude. That's the attitude that's going to kill you. That's the attitude that's going to kill you. What you said? I'm gonna put my dick in your mouth. That I'm gonna apply it in other places that aren't quite that way. I gotta get my shit right before I start. Nope, that's the wrong. You don't have to. That's the wrong mindset. That's the wrong mindset. That's the wrong mindset. Who was that? McClellan. Not the wrong mindset. Shut up. Who was that general? McClellan. Who's McClellan? That Abraham Lincoln had to let go because he always had to have everything right. Not quite in the way. That's well. Then you're not gonna kick ass. You have to do it today. You have to do it today. Don't wait. Just start. Get your first episode out. Let it suck dick. Make it four minutes long. Make it, seriously, make it to it right now. Put it up. This can be your first episode. I'll send you this fucking file. I'll put it on Google Drive. No, shut up. You're going to do it and just put it up. And yes, refine it and master it and get your shit together. But do it while you're doing everything else. This is what I'm doing, bro. Okay. Okay. You're trying to crack a wormhole. I get it. Then do a video of that. Do a thirty-second video. Just yeah, put maybe, up your first one. Like, just I'm put up your take first what video. You say and apply it, but it's gonna be like I have to. For you to apply truly it. apply it, you have to put up a video today because everything else is just theory. 
You have to do it today. Put up a video. Just put up a put up anything. Do a video of you just beatboxing for thirty seconds. That I did is that the for biggest. A while, right with my rap Instagram, I did a, a a post every day for like whatever it was, three months. And yeah, it was imagine exactly if you had still been doing. Imagine over. Yeah, just do something. Just put up something. That's the biggest thing is putting up because all else is theory. You just no, make but I did it. that for too long. What I'm saying is you have to like accept that I'm in the phase you were in where you were doing the studying for like all the days in the library, like. Like that's where I was with the rap thing. I'm still recovering. Okay. You gotta trust me, man. I okay. promise like I'm taking what you're saying to heart and I believe in what you're saying. And I might have to poke you a little bit and get you to that's give fine. me some of this tough love. But in this moment, it's already sufficient. I already feel like I even might listen to this again. Like I really Good. feel like you're like the accidental Good. guru. Good. And uh this that's... time thing that I always have hated, go I'm back. gonna start twisting it and I'm gonna start using it to my advantage. So you should go you should what you should do is you should listen to this again. That's another thing is it took me like fifty episodes of listening to my own podcast to get like my feedback that you finally start hearing through the hatred of your own voice yeah and you start listening to the content it takes like 50 episodes of being like i am a (laughs) moron i'm a piece of shit i should have been aborted now i can listen to it (laughs) now i can listen to it and i get i can just like see through it i'm like okay interrupt less still can't do that i'm like okay do this train of thoughts here um do that but what i also recommend for you to do is go back and listen to i would get the episodes you and i did and put them in chronological order and listen to them and just yeah. because only you will see things in there that will be like, oh, yeah, I, that's I was doing that. Look yeah. back and see how long it's been and be like, I could be at my own episode 100. That's hey. do that, man. Go back and look at those episodes and realize that today is today. And then we're going to do another episode one day. And this is just going to be in the past. Just yeah. so I have something to show for it. Trey Carney podcast. TPC. Hey. You can do TPC, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah, yeah Trey's podcast. Everyone, uh, check out my Instagram, Major Third Hip Hop. I will link it. I will link it. I'll put it on there in your YouTube channel. Just start, man. Just start. Just start putting out content. It's it's a it's a you're only gonna learn how to put out good shit after you've been doing it for a while. You just have to, and that's a bold statement today, bro. What? I got school too. I I was just thinking about like so many things I want to do. I was like, I gotta go to class soon. Well, exactly. So choose a small thing that you know you can do every day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A one-minute video. Bro, you're, you're an inspiration, bro. Woo! You're an inspiration. Woo! This shit's going to work. Yeah, and it better inspire because, look, I I got to go work at a bottle shop now. I got I to gotta go. So 30 years old, working at a bottle shop above my parents' garage. Hope to look back at this when, uh, when I get my 100 milli Spotify contract. Um, no doubt. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right, Trey. Much love, buddy. Hey, that was fun, bro. That was really fun. Tell me you love me. I love you, bro. I'll I see love you, you uh, next time we do <laughs> All right, man. We'll do – yes. And, dude, start. Start. I'm gonna start something because I will. Sure. I am. This is a threat. I will rape you if you don't. I will come take to that house. to the bank. I'm gonna you. I will okay. save up all of my money to fly to Hawaii, smoke some meth, and rape you. Whoa! I like how you stay that safe. Made it more believable. Like that would be the thing you would do. I would do that. I would do that. I would get the all Delta. Right, For- I would get the Delta Force guys to do it with me. It would be. This is just a whole legal. I'm just gonna peace. Yeah, we'll leave it there. <laughs> Later, buddy. Peace. Later.